Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed on Nerdy Talk do not reflect those of Anime Herald. Due to strong language, listener discretion is advised. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, Mike Ferrer here, and it's time for Nerdy Talk, the only podcast brought to you by Squid Day and Kids. I'm Mike Ferrer, and I'm joined by Leah Rivers and LB Bryant tonight. Hello, Hi everybody. How's it going, everybody? Amazing. All right. Great to hear. Great to hear. And this week we are joined together to talk about a couple of interesting news stories that happened through July. Um, leading off, it looks like uh, Disney has re- basically ceded their blu rights to most of the Studio Ghibli library. Uh, distributor G-Kids actually picked them up uh, earlier this month. That was really... Uh... Well, who's shocking? Definitely. I mean, they've been pretty much the distributor for, God, since the 90s, I think. I mean, I still remember the story about uh, about uh, Disney's head being sent to Samurai Sword by Miyazaki with a note that says, no cuts, when, re- <laughs> when, it, when it got the rights to um, Princess Mononoke. Yes. Yes, it's, um, I was actually really relieved as well as shocked because how often does Disney release from its clawed clutches anything, really? Oh, control freaks. Oh, man, I'm saying it lately. I mean, this is the company that has the Mickey Mouse Protection Act in U.S. law. (laughs) And it's just, I mean, they don't. Did they lose money by hanging on to it often? Like, I don't know. My guess is it did. Um, my guess is after Spirit Away, they saw diminishing returns. Plus, uh, well, Miyazaki's retirement at the time. He's back now. <laughs> I, I mean, he's going to make films until the day he dies, let's be honest. Um, we knew that. Oh, yeah. But at the time, he was officially retired. So I'm guessing contractors come up. They said. What are we going to get from him, you know? Then, you know, just not long ago, I'm guaranteeing the ink on this was still drying when Miyazaki said, oh yeah, I'm making another movie. And I guarantee so it is the same. Fuck! <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, yeah. I, another reason I'm so relieved. You know, they, I think they were showing... I think G-Kids is uh, showing some of the movies in theaters this week. They've been showing the movies in theaters over the last, I don't know, how many, like, few weeks or so? Have they? It's I so good so. to see. Yeah. Because I, like, I felt like the Ghibli stuff just disappeared. You know, I just, forgive me for this, but this is just the image I had. Disappeared into, like, the folds of fat of Disney. They were just nowhere to be seen. Until a new movie came out, they didn't do marketing or anything. So, oh yeah, these were clearly the redhead stepchild of Disney. I mean, yeah, I mean they did give them like these all-star dubs and everything, but then they released the Blu-rays with dub titles, and it's like, ugh. Like, um, honestly, they did do a really nice release of that uh, Hayao Miyazaki collection, like right after retired. But overall, I've been a little less than thrilled what they've been doing with it. I, yeah, I don't feel like they're doing him justice at all. And 
hopefully GKids will fix that. I I hope so. I mean, GKids has done some great work. I have some of their stuff. Like, um, I just got in uh, Ocean Waves not long ago, which is a... To share a little line, this was seen as kind of the quote-unquote lost Studio Ghibli production because it was a TV special, Umigakiko Eru, which kind of flew under the radar of a lot of fans because it it's very different from your typical Studio Ghibli thing. It's more of like a grounded, down-to-earth feature, but it was so good, so very, very good. And for the longest time, the only way you could get it was through... Region 2 imported uh, DVD from Japan. So, to see them finally do it, I pulled in a heartbeat. The subtitling was great. The actual quality of the Blu-ray is fantastic. Um, and, honestly, I have a lot of faith in what they can do with this. Given given the respect they gave to just... Again, it was just a li- what many regard to as just a TV special. Nice. Do you think that G-Kids uh, for future films will be able to attract the kind of dub directing that Disney could, though? Because Disney dubs are amazing. Um, I think they're getting the dubs in a deal, so... Um, honestly, my guess is they're going to release the blurs that they have now with the dubs that were made. Plus, anything new, it's going to be most likely subtitled only, unless it's just a major production where they'll co-produce with someone. Okay. I suppose Miyazaki's name will draw directors by itself. It doesn't really matter who, what the, who's got the license. Absolutely. Just as long as you don't get the people working on that Food Wars dub. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll mute myself while I crack up about that. (laughs) Yeah, I had to twist that knife. I mean, I love Food Wars, but that dub is awful. It just, it turns it from, from, (laughs) I mean, Food Wars is something that you show on Bad Anime Night anyway, but, oh. Yeah. I'm so glad that a new season is coming out this year. Oh man, you and me both. I I still feel bad for uh, the actress that did Arena originally, though. She had to uh, basically put her career on hold just because she got violently ill. Oh, that so, sucks. It does. It really does. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's bad enough when you um, have to give up projects, but when you have to turn over your projects to somebody else it's it's even worse at least in my in my experience other people might not have that same temperament but well oh man watching I'm... somebody else finish what you started is it's so oh it's so bad i i'm in the same boat i mean honestly nothing gets up my butt more when they say yep yeah, now you got to turn it over to this guy it's like no this is mine i want to finish it damn it yeah Collaboration is one thing, but taking yourself out of the equation? No. Mm, exactly. Hooray, G-Kids. Thank you. I want I want to see box sets. Like, I want to see maybe box sets by decades mm. with, yeah. with really neat inserts or maybe... Are you listening, G-Kids? Like, I don't know. Make me want to spend more money. It's me, Lydia. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm somebody who wants to give you money. Does that mean anything anymore? I don't even know. I just hope they get all the give the Ghibli shorts out because those are just great. They included uh, Ghibli's two and um, Oceanways, and it is it is funny. I love them. I love them. Um, but moreover, I'd love to see if they could actually get those Ghibli Museum shorts. Which, let's be honest, unless you're going to Japan at least five times in your life, you're not going to see them all. That's true. Also, on your mark, just because Disney pulled it from the box set because um, the lead single was arrested for cocaine use. <laughs> so? <laughs> what? I don't care. I know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, my parents didn't have a problem teaching me that I don't have to make all the mistakes that, you know, any potential heroes did. So I don't understand that mentality at all. Yeah, neither do I. So moving on, uh, the World of Anime Stream just got a new competitor last month. Um, a new company called High Dive entered the, entered the fray. Uh, coincidentally, of the exact same day that the Anime Network ceased their internet operations. What a quinkitink. Wink, wink. <sighs> ah. <laughs> um, it's so exhausting. Honestly. It does get... Yeah, Mike, and, Mike and I have talked about this before on other podcasts. Just the sheer number of streaming sites out there right now the bubble is getting bigger and bigger mm -hmm. and bigger and it's getting dangerously close to exploding again. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. And I honestly um it's we're seeing a lot of the same bad behavior that we saw during the last bubble too. We we're seeing intense competition for licenses. I mean, for fuck's sake, we got Netflix and Amazon now going after stuff. That's like the biggest fish out there. And on top of that, with them in, let's be honest, license prices aren't going down. Um, and we've got Crunchyroll and Funimation banding together to keep things rolling the way they are. We've got Sentai basically latching on to Amazon for a lot of their stuff now. I mean, it's getting ugly. It really confuses me how this is working because... A lot of the it's it's confusing to me because High Dive is this new player in the game. They're getting all of Sentai's dubs, you know, and mm -hmm. all their catalog titles, but the simulcast is still going to Amazon. So it's like, you know, if you're gonna open up a new streaming website, why aren't you putting your simulcast on there to draw as many eyes to it as possible? I just I Maybe there's some inside business that I'm just not privy to, which I'm sure is the case, but I just don't get it. Well, if one contract is made before another, they have to honor it, no matter what happens in the future. Mostly. Yeah, this is true, but I'm curious to know, you know, it's like, did they open High Dive on a whim? I doubt it. They must have had, you know, quite a bit of planning going into this. So, you know, why... I just, 
I, I'm failing to see the logic behind getting into bed with Amazon when you know that you might be opening up your own streaming service in the near future. So, so Sentai owns High Dive? Um, there, there, as of right now, the official story is there are no links, but common chatter says these all fall under the same Neo ADV banner that we've seen many times before. Okay. So we can't say for certain type of thing, like, as of right now, what we have is conjecture, especially considering that, you know, High Dive just a day after they announced purchased all of the uh, the assets from the anime network and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's not, like, official official. Yeah. It's, like, Section 23 Sentai film arts relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Honestly, I don't expect Amazon to last very long. Um, they've made it clear with their strike channel with the lack of advertising and the lack of using overlays for their uh, subtitles that they don't really care about it. Um, it's just, <laughs> I don't know, some kind of maybe experiment to try and snatch as many viewers from the other <laughs> services as possible. Uh, I don't know, maybe a cap that says they can, they offer X amount of channels to attract general viewers. I don't know. Um, so they're just, it doesn't seem like they're trying to get and, and keep anime fans. Well, so I think they're going to be one of the ones that, that cut anime. Well, I can get some insight here, too, because I know some people that did work for Amazon, and I've been in talks with some people. Before I begin, I'd like to just give that brief disclaimer saying that these are not my views. These are just what I've gathered from conversations from various people over the past couple weeks or so. And the general opinion that I've gathered from this group has been basically that, well, Amazon doesn't give a fuck about anime. Uh, let's be honest. <laughs> yes, um, yes. Anime Strike is not being made for the anime fan. Is being made as a vehicle to attract Prime subscriptions. Um, this was incredibly telling, especially uh, just this month when they did not have a presence at anything at Anime Expo, which attracts hundreds of thousands of people every year. Um, so you'd think it's the one place for them to get their message out and all that, mm -hmm. to set up a booth and just get subscriptions and stuff like that, but they weren't there. The only way that people knew is... I think there was like a little chochki given out during the Welcome to the Ballroom premiere. Um, but they have their internal metrics, and from what I understand, uh, Amazon is one of those hyper-competitive environments where um, basically your department's worth is judged by how quickly you can get people into Amazon's ecosystem. So we're not going to see a lot of cross-pollination just because... Anime Strike is worried about Anime Strike. Which is very unfortunate because, as we've seen, they're getting a lot of musty stuff. Um, this season alone, they got Welcome to the Ballroom, they got Princess Principal, they got. God, so many others. Um, anything that's Noida Mena is theirs automatically. So, it's really annoying. So, yeah. Because they can. I mean. 
they can just use their throw their weight around to get these licenses and then they put them up and you know the the subtitles are in closed caption boxes they don't have overlays to translate any text that appears in the show um and it's just they're not giving these exclusive licenses any kind of due for an anime fan mm. and i just why do i want to pay what is it seven bucks a month uh, i don't even remember five bucks a month if you have amazon prime okay so i'm paying five bucks a month on top of a prime subscription on top of my prime subscription on top of hulu which mm-hmm. by the way has improved drastically well, it has on I top of I have Hulu now, and Hulu is a really, it's a good place to go these days. Right? <laughs> actually, I've been, um, we actually have a few contacts at Hulu, and they are genuinely excited to expand our anime stuff. They they are really happy with what's going on, and yeah, they're definitely trying to attract. Um, so, I'm hoping that they can continue to grow like that, because their Viz Media contract alone ensures that they have a nice robust lineup. I mean, they got Sailor Moon, they've got yeah. um, they've got One Punch Band, they've got Bleach, they've got Naruto, they've got a lot of musty stuff on there now. They even signed an exclusive contract to get uh, the dub of Blue Exorcist Season 2 from hmm. Aniplex, which I thought was interesting. That was interesting. Um, mostly because, honestly, it, I didn't see that one coming at all. Yeah, I figured it was going to go up on Crunchyroll. Uh, I could have seen it going to Netflix, actually. Yeah. I just It's a relief to have uh, services like Hulu mm. stepping up to the plate, especially when Netflix is cutting titles. And, um, and you know, Aniplex, we know how much they hoard, you know, against the competition. And... Uh, and since Hulu is a streaming only service, it's a safe platform for uh, for Aniplex to put their titles to, which means that we won't have to panic. We won't have to panic the mm. next time Aniplex, Aniplex pulls licenses, you know, like they like they did from Funimation. So mm. Aniplex is getting a lot better, though. I mean, this summer alone, they're showing at least some some attempts to get some reasonably priced stuff out there, like uh, Sword Art Online. Is actually sanely priced. Gurren Lagan is well priced. They're they're actually starting to go through their back catalog and start put stuff putting stuff out at more mainstream friendly pricing. Um, That's good. Maybe they can smell the end of the bubble and they're preparing against it. That's one thing, and they also got some new leadership because um, Henry Goto is joining the Japan the main corporate end in Japan now. So. Nice. Ma- Maybe it's new leadership instincts still. Nice. Yeah, the the changing of the guard is where it rises or falls and mm. that's good that they're gonna change a few things up. Definitely. We love Aniplex. We love them and hate them <laughs> and love them. And hate them and love them. I love you, Aniplex. It's a it's a it's complicated. Yes. Alright, and our last topic of the day, it looks like uh, Luffy and the Straw Hat Pirates are on the cruise of Hollywood, because uh, Marty Adelstein's Tomorrow Studios is making a One Piece live-action TV series. 
Um, as of right now, no details are really known, though Edelstein did comment on the project saying that aside from usually, you know, I've been a fan for so many years, he says that this might be the most expensive drama series in TV history. Now, that's a very high bar to break because, if I remember correctly, Rome currently holds that with uh, 9 to $10 million per episode. So, if they can break that, then they're going to have something that looks really nice. But, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Bigger news, we've got a live-action One Piece series. Why? I don't know. <laughs> because it's going to be hella fun. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I mean... You know, I'm not. I didn't follow it every episode. It's something that I turn on when you know I just need some uh, mindless fun, I guess, a bit of entertainment. But seeing it live action in three dimensions is going to add a, a whole new level of. I'm I'm at a loss for the word. Whatever it is, it's going to be fun. Like, it could be terrible, and it would still be fun. Oh, yeah, those CG effects are going to be just goofy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, it, you know, we have... We have... Uh, like, okay, so put them next to, like, Pirates of the Caribbean. It was all serious. Pirates, rar, arg. And then you have One Piece, and it's just going to be amazing. Want to hear something funny, actually? Yes. Pirates of the Caribbean originally wasn't going to be based on the Disney ride. It was actually based on another very famous pirate property. What? What? The Secret of Monkey Island. Really? Really. Because, um... I'm not sure of the details, but it came up with, uh... I think Ron Gilbert said in an interview recently, like... Oh yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean was supposed to be a Monkey Island movie. That's why there's similarities. Oh... Interesting. Deepest lore. Learn something new every day. But yeah. yes. And imagine how much fun the actors are going to have, too. It'll be great. Oh, God, yeah. It's gonna Everybody's going to have fun. It's going to be one of those things that's either really bad or really good with more, you know, let's be honest, we're going to... Anime fans are a bit cynical. We're going to be leaning towards the the really bad end until it comes out. Oh, yeah. But I feel like, just like Gintama, anything, you know, anything bad that's live action with it will just uh, add to its character instead of making me angry. Oh, yeah, they just need to own that stuff. Like, oh, yeah, we know this is stupid, (laughs) so let's just go (laughs) lean into it. Yes. Well, One Piece has a good sense of humor, so I'm not as worried about it as I am, like, you know, when they announced they were doing a live-action Full Metal Alchemist thing. I was like, Mm. no! You can hear my scream three blocks (laughs) over. Or the Cowboy Bebop. (gasps) No! (laughs) (laughs) Same company doing it as uh, the One Piece show. Oh, well. We'll see. We'll see. If it, you know, if fans if fans make it, then it has a better chance. Definitely. If, if all of the corporate end lets them be fans with it instead of no profit, 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 mm. profit. 
we have to make it more American. Let's make it grittier and more dark. I mean, this is a Wouldn't that be less gritty and dark? I don't know. I I don't know. It seems like Americans make all things rainbow and sparkles. Yeah, there's like two extremes. You got the rainbow and sparkles, and you got that, you know, darker than dark chocolate level of blackness there. It's like... Oh, we have Game of Thrones to thank for that. I think maybe, maybe, maybe all the Game of Thrones fans will start making people do darker, more gritty stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to be in a board meeting for that too. We need to make this darker. How? It's a show where you have talking bunny people and reindeer <laughs> beating the crap out of each other and Tom and Jerry violence. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so creepy if they made the dark like that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have nightmares. Oh yeah, I think they would become nightmare fuel. Yes. Yeah, we have. Which an- could be interesting in and of itself, I guess. Mm, I would love to see that board meeting, though. Yeah, this is a show where Luffy literally punches God in the face a couple times. <laughs> I I don't know how you can make this darker, without. <laughs> well, uh, as long as they're not too worried about ticking people off. Yeah, it's Hollywood. They're they're gonna they're very worried about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking, but uh, I am curious to see how this turns out. Cause either way, if it's really good, I'll celebrate. If it's really bad, I'll show the episodes of Bad Anime Night and laugh at it. Yes. Just like that Food Wars dub. Yes. Either way, it's gonna be kicked back with a beer. Exactly. So, I was I was happy to see this announcement. Definitely. I'm I'm curious to see where it goes. I mean, we're probably not going to see this until 2019, 2020 at the very earliest. But yeah, it's it's going to be something regardless. I just wonder how like I said, I just wonder how they're going to take it cuz are they going to start with Romance Dawn, that first arc? Are they going to go somewhere in the middle? Like, it, it's hard to say. Hmm. Well, they have... <laughs> they have so much material to choose from that, honestly, I... Uh... If they do really poorly, I'm going to question somebody's competency. Oh, yeah, because... I mean, 800-plus episodes of material to choose from. You could link up some pretty good... Some pretty good arcs. Oh, yeah, and... That uh, makes sense, too, so... And honestly, you have a chance to make it even better, because you cut out all the stuff that didn't work. Yeah! (laughs) The experiment's Um, already been done. Yeah, I mean, honestly... They could cut out some of those really weird ones that people just absolutely hated. I can't really say which ones because I haven't watched much One Piece in many years because I don't have the time to sit through 800 episodes. Yeah, my roommate has watched them all and he follows. He's going to be really happy. He is a very he is a very strong person. Yeah, he is. When he becomes a fan of something, he he does it in an absolute manner. Let's see if 
I'm thinking about this right. 25 minutes an episode times 800 episodes. That is 20,000 minutes divided by 60. 333 and a third hours divided by 24. It is two straight weeks of watching One Piece and only One Piece. <laughs> I mean, you can do it. You can do it. I mean, I'd question your sanity for doing it, but you can do it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you compare <laughs> watching One Piece to the hours that we've played video games. Yeah, true. I, I, I don't, yeah. I don't uh, round a hundred something hours into Splatoon, so yeah, true. Yeah. How many days is Gintama? How many episodes is Gintama? Uh, four, four hundred, ish. Uh, let's see. Three hundred and something, I think. It uh, might be up to four hundred after last season, actually. All right, let's just do a quick check. Four hundred twenty-five minutes. Uh, about seven straight days of watching. And I've watched it... <laughs> I think I've watched it twice. Completely, so... I've watched two weeks of Gintama. Yeah. God, Gintama's so good. So good. <laughs> so um, One Piece fans, I get you. Amen to that. I, I give a lot of credit to someone that sat through all 800 episodes... Plus the movies. Because there is a lot to consume. I mean, that takes dedication. Mm-hmm. Especially considering that basically... Um, most people just start right after the time skip. Which is a good couple seasons in, if I remember correctly. And they're so lucky because... I mean... Their author is going to basically create until he dies. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and most of, like, you know, like, Gintama's author, you know, he's had health problems and stuff, and, mm. yeah. Yeah, same thing with uh, Hunter Hunter. Um, mm. The creator's been known for having some very serious health issues. Which I, of all people, understand. Mm. But One Piece, I'm just saying this so that One Piece fans know how good they have it. Definitely. If there's if there's any groups that do not need to worry for the short term, it's One Piece fans and Attack on Titan fans. Attack on Titan, yes. Because they are both going to go for some time to come. Especially if the creators discover the secret behind Keith Richards' continued longevity. Then they'll be here. For, they'll keep going forever. All right, everyone. That wraps up the time we have today. Thanks for joining. Uh, Till next time. This is Mike Ferrer signing off. I'm Lydia Rivers. Everyone, stay shiny. Later, everyone. <laughs>